Welcome into this special edition of the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network. And in this episode, we're going to be releasing our preseason um, all-SEC team, both for the offense and defense. We're going to start on the offensive side of the ball, and we're going to start right up front with that offensive line position. These five guys, um, whenever they decide to go into the NFL draft, will be highly sought after, and we expect to see um, really productive years uh, by every member of this um, offensive side of the ball. So let's get started with the offensive line, and starting off at the center spot will be Ricky Stromberg from the University of Arkansas. This former four-star recruit coming out of high school has been a solid uh, center there during his time at Fayetteville, and under um, Sam Pittman, who is the head coach there at Arkansas, and a renowned um, offensive line coach, I expect to see um, Stromberg have an even better year uh, this year, having a full camp to work with Coach Pittman there in Arkansas. On the interior, at the guard spots, um, two outstanding candidates. Um, up first from Mississippi State University, Charles Cross, a projected late first round, um, second round pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Now, we know that Mississippi State does not run the ball a lot, but um, Cross is going to be able to uh, demonstrate how well of an interior pass blocker he is, and I expect to see uh, him take another step forward this year. And from the University of Kentucky, uh, offensive guard Luke Fortner, an absolute road grader there for the Wildcats uh, of Kentucky and helped lead this um, team to a top three rushing offense last year in the SEC, coming in just slightly uh, below 200 yards per game on the ground. At the tackle spots, you want to talk about a premium position at the NFL level. It's because you're you're seeing these guys come out of college who can absolutely be day one starters for your NFL team. And up first, uh, moving from uh, left guard over to left tackle from Texas A&M is Kenyon Green. Uh, Green is the lone returning starter from um, Arkansas's um, offensive line last year who were just absolutely phenomenal both in the run game and the pass game. Green is going to be counted on the entire season long to be able to protect that quarterback blindside. And we just found out that that will be Haynes King to start the season off for the Aggies. Protecting his blindside is vital. And that's why you move Green from that guard position out to left tackle. And rounding out the offensive line is Evan Neal from the University of Alabama. Neal moves over from uh, his right tackle spot. Um, over to the left tackle spot, uh, taking over from Alex Leatherwood, who was just drafted uh, by the Las Vegas Raiders in this past uh, draft. And where do you see a team lose a high-caliber first-round pick and replace him with a guy that's projected to be even better at the NFL level? Evan Neal is a bona fide top 10, top 15 type left tackle and fully expect to hear his name called early on in next April's NFL draft. Coming in at the um, quarterback spot, and ladies and gentlemen, this was, this one was not a hard choice for us. Um, he's a 
Heisman Trophy uh, candidate coming into this season, and that's from Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. Matt's numbers last year were solid all around the board. Uh, does need to clean up a couple of things uh, from the offensive standpoint, but fully expect to see Matt Corral have a fantastic season uh, in 2021. Taking a look back at uh, Matt's numbers, Last season, in 10 games, Matt completed 231 passes, 326 attempts, 29 touchdowns. Now, does need to cut down on the INTs, 14 INTs, almost 71% completion percentage. Uh, efficiency rating of 177.6. Now, we talked about the turnovers. If Matt Corral takes care of the ball, in this upcoming season, Ole Miss could absolutely make a move up um, into the upper part of the SEC West and could be the biggest threat for the University of Alabama winning um, winning the uh, Western Division for the SEC. We got a stable of running backs um, that we're going to highlight here, but as far as our two top running backs, was not a difficult uh, decision for us whatsoever. From South Carolina, Kevin Harris. Harris became uh, one of the nation's leading rushers last year and is the top returning running back in the Southeastern Conference. His numbers last year, 185 uh, carries, 1,138 yards, at 6.2 yards per carry, 15 rushing touchdowns. Also chipped in with 21 receptions for 159 yards uh, through the air for the Gamecocks. Expect to see Harris get another big workload as he um, will try to lead the South Carolina offense this coming uh, season. Joining him in the backfield from Texas A&M University, Isaiah Spiller. If you listened to any of our podcasts last year, we were absolutely calling for Isaiah Spiller to get the ball 20, 25 times last year because that was going to be the best chance for Texas A&M to win down the stretch. And boy, did he. A rare combination of speed and power. His numbers last year, 188 carries, 1,035 yards, 5.5 yards per carry, nine touchdowns on the ground. Also chipped in with 20 receptions for 193 yards. And our all-purpose back from Ole Miss, Jerion Ely. Ely is the most dynamic player that Ole Miss has had since Deuce McAllister. He has a lot of Reggie Bush-type qualities, both as a returner, as a receiver, as a running back. This young man can do it all, and if you needed, to, needed him to sell popcorn in his stands while the defense is on the field – wouldn't be surprised if he could do that as well. 147 carries last year, 745 yards on the ground, 19 touchdowns, 15 receptions, 155 yards through the air. Want to see Lane Kiffin get this young man the ball more out of the backfield. Want to see that reception number this year more than double what he had last year. I want to see him around 30, 35 receptions, and I want to see that, that rush total up around 180, 185 uh, this season. Also had 10 kick returns 
289 uh kick return yards, and did have a kick return for a touchdown. So that's why he is our all-purpose uh, player selection. Coming in at the tight end spot, Texas A&M tight end Jalen Watermeyer. Watermeyer is projected to be a first or worst-case scenario, a second-round pick uh, in the next year's draft. His numbers from last year, 46 receptions, 506 yards receiving, and six passing touchdowns. He is their best returning uh, receiver for AM this year and will need to be fed the ball quite a bit if this team is going to make a run at the SEC West crown and the SEC championship overall. All wide receivers. We selected three of the best wide receiver prospects that this conference has to offer. From Louisiana State University, Kayshawn Boutte. Kayshawn absolutely came on at the end of last season, finishing um, with his last three games over 100 yards. We all know about the performance that he had against um, Ole Miss, going for over, um, I believe, 300 yards receiving. But this, but even if you take that out, uh, his final three games, once uh, Terrence Marshall opted out, uh, he became the number one wide receiver for LSU and will be counted on this year to even take his numbers even further than what he finished up with last year. 45 receptions, 735 yards, and five receiving touchdowns. Our, our next wide receiver – from the University of Arkansas, Traylon Burks. If you don't know this young man's name yet, get to know it because he is one of the best returning wide receivers, not only in the SEC, but of all of college football. 51 receptions last year, 820 yards, and seven passing, um, passing touchdown receptions. An absolute mismatch on the outside. Really good speed and really good route running abilities. Expect to see that Arkansas offense get him the ball early and often this coming season. And rounding up, rounding out our trio of wide receivers from the University of Alabama, wide receiver John Mechie. Mechie takes over um, the mantle of being the next uh, great wide receiver at the University of Alabama. When you think about it, this team over the past two years has produced four, count them, four first-round NFL picks at wide receiver, including uh, this past year, uh, Jalen Waddle, and, of course, the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. Mechie's numbers last year, even being the third receiver for the University of Alabama, 55 receptions, 916 yards, six touchdowns. Being the featured wide receiver at the University of Alabama this year, expect to see Mechie's numbers uh, elevated even higher this year. Expect him to be around that 75-80 reception mark, well over 1,200 yards receiving, and expect to have him in that double digits as far as touchdown receptions go. That is our offense um, preseason all-SEC team. And after the commercial break, we will be back to 
take a look at the defense. Stay with us. We are pleased to be partnered with our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. The mission of I'm Changing the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as an inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel speaks to athletes about taking back the headlines for good, showing them that they have the power to change the narrative and to find their purpose in life outside of their sport. To live lives of purpose, passion and platform. Just like her inspiration, Alabama and NFL star, Kevin Turner did before he succumbed to ALS and CTE. For more information please visit www.iamchangingthenarrative.org Head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. This is the incredible story of Walker's demanding, provocative, bitterly fought career, and the most miraculous comeback of all time. Now the hardest fighting fight in Texas ag who ever lived reveals his life as the on-field general inside the cold-blooded arena of college football. Join fans now in discovering the most disturbingly fascinating career in NCAA history with the youngster who lived it, including unique stories of a superb high school coach and the all-time game-changers for Aggie football, the Wishbone Gang. Walker is the only college-level quarterback to ever publish a book based on his experiences in amateur athletics, and remains the youngest starting college athlete ever. He held the single-season passing record at Sulphur High for 40 years and the single-game QB rushing record at Texas on for 35 years, a true dual-threat quarterback. Enjoy the flavor of Southwest Louisiana and the adopted Texas swagger in his unique voice as he takes you down a one-of-a-kind path you could never imagine possible in the modern era of college football. In so doing you will uncover what may be the greatest amateur sports story of all time. The Rebel Walk is your source for the best coverage of Ole Miss sports. You can follow our good friend, Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie, and you can follow The Rebel Walk on Twitter at The Rebel Walk. Be sure to check out their website at www.therebelwalk.com. All right, welcome back in. And on the defensive side of the ball, let's start with that defensive line. And these three uh, young men are extremely talented and expect to hear their names called quite a bit uh, this coming season. We're going to start right there in the middle for the University of Georgia, Jordan Davis. An absolute terror on the inside of that defensive line for the University of Georgia. It is one of the reasons why teams had very little success uh, running the ball last year. 16 tackles, one sack coming from uh, that interior of your defensive line. It is absolutely a building block uh, for any great defense. Joining him on the defensive line from South Carolina, Kinsley Ingenbar. Last year, 30 tackles, six sacks. Um, would love to see this young man, especially uh, playing more games this year, definitely want to see him get into double digits as far as that sack number goes. And from Texas A&M, DeMarvin Leal, 37 tackles last year, seven tackles for loss, and two and a half sacks. Now, if he's to become the um, projected top 15 player in the NFL draft, 
definitely got to get those sack numbers up. And the way that you get those sack numbers up is Texas A&M is playing from a lead and he can just turn uh, loose and just rush the passer. So if Texas A&M has a lead, um, expect to see uh, DeMarvin's name called quite a bit as they will just absolutely uh, turn this young man loose getting after the uh, opposing team's quarterback. As far as our linebackers, we selected four linebackers and all four of these um, prospects, uh, when it's their time to go into the NFL draft, uh, should definitely hear their name called really, really early. From the University of Arkansas, Grant Morgan. He is the uh, leading returning tackler for the SEC with 110 tackles last season. Seven and a half of those uh, were tackles for loss and also chipped in with two sacks. He is absolutely the heart and soul of that Arkansas defense. And if they are going to take a step forward, uh, they're under defensive coordinator Barry Odom. Grant Morgan will be a huge, huge part of that. From the University of Alabama, Christian Harris. He steps into that Mike linebacker role for the University of Alabama. And Christian Harris will absolutely be the captain of that defensive um, that defensive team there for the, the Crimson Tide. 79 total tackles last year. Seven of those were for loss and also recorded four and a half sacks last year. Expect to see his numbers uh, to be even better this year. Would not be surprised if he's um, clipping at that 100 uh, tackle number, double digits, uh, tackles for loss. And if he's able to chip in, oh, six, six to seven sacks this season, he would definitely improve on his draft stock and maybe become a uh, first round or worst case scenario, a second round pick um, in the draft. Joining him at the linebacker spot from the University of Georgia, Nicobe Dean. Uh, Dean, like Harris, will be expected to play that Mike linebacker position for the University of Georgia and will absolutely have to be their signal caller there on defense as um, they lose uh, Monte Rice, who now plays for the Tennessee Titans uh, in the NFL. Dean, last year, 71 tackles. 30 of nine, 39 of those were solo uh, tackles and one and a half sacks. You want to see him um, increase his uh, sack production number counter to what Harris had last year. He's able to get into that four and a half, five sack number, uh, be around 90, 95 tackles on the season. Uh, that will definitely be a um, big plus there for that Georgia defense. And rounding out the uh, linebacker core, uh, for us in these um, preseason all-SEC team, it's the Terminator. From the University of Alabama, Will Anderson. Last year, Anderson really started to come on in his freshman year and closed out the season as an absolute nightmare. 52 tackles, 7 sacks, 10.5 tackles for loss. If this Alabama defense plays to its potential, this is where I expect Will Anderson's numbers to be in 2021. 
I expect him to be around 70 to 74 tackles, around 18 and a half tackles for loss. And I'm expecting that sack number to be 15 to 16 sacks this year. He has that kind of ability and that kind of potential. Uh, one scout compares him to a young Cornelius Bennett who started at the University of Alabama uh, before going on to have hopefully, hopefully um, his name called as a um, pro football Hall of Fame uh, inductee at some point. If you're being compared to Biscuit, as um, the Alabama faithful um, refers to Cornelius Bennett, you are a legit pass rusher. Will Anderson should definitely live up to that um, expectation, and I expect to see him put up big-time uh, sack numbers for the University of Alabama. Now, our secondary, we chose to go with uh, three corners and uh, two safeties. At the cornerback sp spot, we have uh, three not only three of the best in the SEC, but three of the best cornerbacks in college football. We're going to go down to Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana, Derek Stingley. Now, Stingley had a horrible season last year, no, no doubt about it. But the young man's talent cannot be denied. And if he bounces back and has the kind of performance uh, that – is expected of him, this LSU uh, secondary will be much, much improved. Uh, 27 tackles and five pass uh, pass breakups. Want to see it? Want to see him get his hands on the ball and turn some of those pass breakups into INTs? And Stingley definitely has that kind of ability. From the University of Alabama, Josh Job. Job actually could have come out in this past draft and been a late first to mid-second round pick, but wanted to come back and improve on his draft stock. And uh, for those uh, fans at the University of Alabama, that was a um, Christmas gift uh, coming after the uh, national championship last season. Job last season, 55 tackles, 11 uh, passes uh, bro broken up, and also recorded two sacks. Expect to see uh, Job's uh, numbers get even better this coming season and possibly work his way up into that first round in next year's NFL draft. Rounding out our cornerbacks will be, from the University of Florida, Kyrie Elam. Elam um, we expect to be that Joe Hayden uh, from the University of Florida and uh, certainly has the talent to do so. 39 tackles last year, 11 uh, passes defended, two INTs. Um, kind of like Stingley, he has the ability to increase that INT number uh, just by getting, um, getting his hands on the ball. So want to see that INT number for him go up to about 
five this year. Uh, now, teams may look to target um, the opposing corner, but when he has a chance to get his hands on the ball instead of those pass, uh, pass breakups, he's going to have to convert those to INTs, and uh, Elam definitely has that ability to do so. In the secondary, from the University of Auburn, Smoke Monday. Love the way that this young man plays the safety position. And uh, looking at his numbers in 2020, uh, no reason why he could not be a late first or um, somewhere in the second round uh, in next year's draft. 73 tackles, three passes defended, two INTs, and four tackles for loss. That's called stuff in the stat sheet. And this young man uh, definitely would need to do so this year in um, new uh, defensive coordinator Derek Mason's uh, defense there on the plains for the University of Auburn. And rounding out our secondary, and if you've listened to the podcast, I have mentioned this young man's name since I first saw um, his high school tape uh, before he even signed with the University of Alabama. And that is playing the star position um, in that Nick Saban's defense. And if you go back and look at some of the names that have played at the University of Alabama in that particular role, it's a very impressive list. You're talking about Landon Collins. You're talking about Eddie Jackson for the Chicago Bears. You play that position for Nick Saban, you are going to be a high pick in the NFL draft because scouts, GMs, defensive coordinators, head coaches know that you could absolutely quarterback a secondary. Malachi Moore can absolutely do that. This young man was my defensive freshman um, of the year, nudging out uh, his teammate, Will Anderson, for that spot. 44 tackles last season. Four tackles for loss, six pass defended, three INTs, and one of those was for a touchdown. I expect to see um, even bigger and better things out of Malachi Moore this coming season. It would not be surprised at all if he does not find himself on many watch lists um, and awards coming up in 2021. I want to thank you all for listening to this um, quick podcast of the 2021 preseason All-SEC team. Looking forward to um, getting this season underway. We got some really great things coming up for you. Be sure to head over um, to Twitter. Follow us at Crunch Time VIP. Also subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel um, for all of our fantastic breakdown and be sure to join us for our live calling show on Thursday nights and our review show on Sunday nights. Those times uh, will be announced here um, later this week. And we are looking forward to a fantastic 2021 season in college football. And of course, in the best conference in all of college football, the Southeastern conference on behalf of my team, Brittany, Summer, Billy. This is Kenneth signing off. Thank you once again. And as always, all aboard.